welcome to the Daring Author Podcast, the show that takes you behind the scenes of building a successful author business, bringing you inspiring interviews and information on writing and marketing ideas for your book so that you can build an easeful, empowering and profitable author business. I'm your host, Jenna Lee, owner of The Daring Press, a virtual marketing and support agency where we help indie authors who are ready to take their author business to the next level with more ease, growth, and time. You can find the episode show notes and a bunch of marketing resources at thedaringpress.com. Let's become daring authors by diving into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another chapter of the Daring Author Podcast. Today, I am going to be talking about how to delegate tasks to your virtual assistant team. And this is one of the most important things that you're going to learn if you do have a team or you're looking at outsourcing is learning how to delegate. Because I have seen with um, our team and from my experience over the past six years that delegation is going to be the number one key step if you want to have a successful Uh, communication and a successful team and getting stuff done basically it's yeah it's such an important step and one that I think will be super beneficial to people for people to learn more about so when when it comes to what uh we're going to first start off with what does a virtual assistant do we did do a chapter on this which is all about knowing when you're ready to hire a VA and who to hire. So that will answer a lot of the questions, but just a little overview of this. So really think of a virtual assistant as a person you hope to hire one day as an employee. So basically you want to know that they're reliable, trustworthy and hardworking and really want to help you to grow your author business. So depending on the VA, they will have a a specific set of skills that they can help you with. So, you know, some some VAs and I want to say in the author world, we call them PAs too. So it's the same thing, you know, virtual assistant, personal, what's it called? Um, Personal assistant, same thing, just so you know. (laughs) So some specialize in email marketing, some in social media content, you know, it really depends on what sort of support you need. Someone might be more strategic thinker and that might be an executive sort of assistant role, OBM, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, there is so many different tasks that a VA can help you with within your business to really help you grow it to the next level. So it's really best to find the right virtual assistant for your business. And if you aren't sure, head back to the other chapter where we talk about knowing when you're ready to hire VA and who to hire. It goes through all the different details and really will guide you and answer any questions that you may have. So now looking at what are the benefits of delegating tasks to a virtual assistant. So one of the main benefits of delegating tasks is really obvious. You're going to have more time for you to do what you specialize in, which is writing incredible books, right? So once you start outsourcing jobs to your VA, you'll not only have more time, you'll really have a partner to bounce ideas off and really share the highs and lows of running your author business, which is just next level because you're going to have somebody else and another another brain in your team that is really going to help you to get it to that next level and really give you more ideas and more ways to grow to grow your sales within your business as well. 
So I'm going to share with you five tips for delegating tasks to your virtual assistant. So the first step or tip, I should say, is agree on regular tasks. So what I really mean by this is recurring tasks that they're going to do maybe each week or it might be a once a month thing. So the most important thing to remember when working with a virtual assistant is making sure they're capable of performing the specific tasks that you need help with. So do you really want to grow your audience in your, you know, subscribers, email list? So really hire a VA that's experienced in marketing. So, you know, do you not like running or doing uh, social media management? Hire someone that is really good at that and that's their area of expertise. Really filling those gaps with people that, do have those skills that you don't necessarily love to do and that they can really shine and really do well within that task. So, you know, you might hire a VA who specializes in organization if you suck at organizing your day or really want some of that accountability that you hire someone that is really organized and that's that's their specialty. Or, you know, someone that is really good at communicating or, you know, writing newsletters or communicating with your groups and with your community, with your readers, somebody that really loves that community management side of things. So once you hire the best VA for you, it's time to can really confirm and agree and agree via like maybe a contract or something like that of setting out your hours or whatever it might be. And then looking at the regular weekly or monthly tasks required. So if you send your newsletter every fortnight, that will be a recurring task. If you want to put out three social media posts each week, that's going to be a recurring task that they do each week. And setting that as recurring is going to be key in getting shit done, basically. (laughs) Number two is show how to complete tasks and set expectations. This is really important. So, of course, it's one thing to delegate the task, the what, and it is even more important to let the VA know how, why, and where. So don't just be like, yeah, you know, create social media posts for me and that's it because they're not going to know, okay, well, what do you want it to look like? You know, what, what am I meant to say? All of that. If you set the expectations and how to do it first, you're giving them the best step forward. So you're going to show them once and then they're going to be able to do it time and time again once you get the correct thing. If you were to not do this, they're going to be flying in blind. They're going to take more time to do the task. They're just, you know, they're not going to perform in the best way because they don't have the necessary things that they need to complete that task. Okay. So uh, we recommend allocating time to show your VA like maybe, you know, sharing your screen. There's a great app called Loom or even doing Zoom video, recording your screen, showing them, you know, how to perform the task so that they've got a video and they've got even writing out like a process. So processes and systems are going to be key to really grow your team and to create that that great process and really making it making it a seamless process essentially. So you can do it via video, showing them exactly how to do it. And then this will save time in the long run and really ensure that your VA understands the level of detail that you expect. So you're setting those expectations and really how you prefer to complete the task 
and how to communicate with you about it as well. So this also gives the opportunity to ask the VA what they think of your processes. You know, they may have some feedback or some ideas on how you can make what you've already done, like doing it even better, which is that, you know, coming up with more and new ways to do things, which is what what you hire a VA for to bring in new ideas as well and think creatively. So that is really important and something that I do see that, you know, if it's not done, things take a lot longer. You're not going to be happy with your new team member. They're not mind readers like that. And <laughs> that is the number one thing. They need the resources and the and the details on what you actually need to get, what you actually need so that they can complete that task. And then if it's recurring, they're not going to need that every time. So you're only doing this process. You're only doing the video and the process written out once, and then they're going to be able to watch that and do it each time. So you're setting that expectations. And then if they don't do it properly, you know it's because you've already set the expectations, you've given them the resources, and maybe they're not capable of the actual task. Whether if it was switched, it's like, well, you didn't actually give them the information or the how-to, so how are they going to know what to do? Okay, so we are looking at step three, which is setting realistic deadlines. So while you may be comfortable leaving tasks to the last minute or doing something as soon as you think of it, virtual assistants will require more structure, time management I'm talking about here. So when delegating your to your virtual assistant, give them plenty of time so that they can complete the, your work well. So we really recommending recommend having a date in mind and when you expect to have the job or task complete and asking the VA how realistic this is. So I normally recommend, you know, the week before sitting down, and I do this with my team as well, sitting down on a Friday and mapping out the week ahead. It's like, okay, you know, if it's one-off tasks, you know, your recurring tasks will be each week so they know what they're doing, you know, they're going back to they might have three social media posts to schedule they might have a newsletter to do it might be due next week so they've got those tasks in they've got the due dates so you sit down on a Friday is there any one-off tasks that you need help with you know are you launching is it time to launch a book in a couple of months and there's tasks that they one-off tasks that they need to do to get to help you set that up so sit down on a Friday set those tasks for the week ahead and set the dates and then that is a great process and what I've seen and when I've been working with clients as well and our team if um, they've got the tasks on a Friday and they're, they're setting up their week the next week they know what they're doing they can hit the ball rolling they're not getting to the day of the week and being like okay what am I doing for you you know what's happening because that's going to be time time wasted they're not going to know what to get done and it's just going to be, yeah, it's not going to be the best solution. So setting aside half an hour and now on a Friday and setting up the tasks a week ahead is going to be huge and it's going to make for such a great, great team as well. So the most important thing when setting due dates is ensuring you and your VA are happy. So if you've got like, if you set up, you know, before you start working together and let them know, okay, Friday, I'm going to sit down and, you know, um, set your tasks up for the following week, like set that expectation at the start during, you know, maybe your first kickoff meeting, setting that expectation. And then they know, and they're like, okay, yep, that's fine. And then they know 
what's happening. And, you know, of course, I know things come up and this has happened before last minute and, you know, maybe there's only a couple of hours or like a day or something like that. Those type of tasks, like that's completely fine, but it's really asking your VA and being like, oh, look, I really need help with this specific task. Do you have time? And they're going to either respond, yep, I've got time. That's fine. I'll, I'll squeeze it in or they might not have time. So just really being aware of that and knowing that you do have that little bit of flexibility, but really sitting down on that Friday and planning it out is going to be super helpful and going to create such a great relationship for you and your VA. So tip number four is use project management software. So, you know, emails are great, But in today's modern and accessible digital world, why not use a free project management software to your advantage? So emails, a lot of people's emails get clogged up and and I know mine do and things get lost and it's just, yeah, sometimes it's not the best place to communicate. So with our clients at The Daring Press, we always recommend using Asana. So Asana is essentially, there's a few different apps like Trello, Asana, ClickUp. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot, (laughs) there's a lot like that. But essentially Asana is like a project management app where you can really put, put in tasks, communicate with your team and really set expectations within there. You can even set up huge like book launch plans. You can even do your writing accountability there. That's what I do with my writing, putting down what I've, words I've written that day. Um, it's also a great place to really set up, you know, if you've got branding or your book covers or anything like that, you can upload all of that there. And then your team has all of the details within the one space. And it's a great way, you know, if you set up a task, they can communicate within that task and let you know what's happening or if they have any questions and you know what it's in relation to. You only have to go to the one place to communicate with them instead of being, you know, in emails, in Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp or whatever you want to use. Yeah, it can get it can get a bit much and it's having that one place to be able to delegate, communicate and yeah, really tick things off the list. So that is where that is the app that we recommend and really will help you to stay on top of your work and really communicate with your virtual assistant and brain brainstorm ideas all in one place. We love it here. So yeah, that is our recommendation for that one. So tip number five is consistent communication and feedback. So I say this all the time, but communication is key to keeping a healthy fun and respectful working relationship. So while you may have like regular weekly, monthly tasks, it's still worthwhile checking in with your VA each month or even each week and really asking them how they're finding the work. Is there anything you need to do? Like, is there anything you need to do? Or perhaps brainstorming future ideas on you know, other tasks that they may be able to help you with. So really checking in and creating that relationship with your team, you know, even checking in when you sit down on a Friday to map out the following week, really checking in with them and being like, okay, you know, how are you going? Is there anything that I need to do? Is there anything, you know, just checking in with them. And I find this is going to build such a great relationship for you. And communication is, if you open up that communication, they're going to be able to communicate with you. And if, you know, if something 
is it right or they they're going to be more likely to share you know new ideas and just creating a great relationship in that way so communication is really like a huge a huge step and I could talk about communication (laughs) within a team for a whole episode but just just know that just keep those lines of communication open with your team and that's going to create yeah create such a great relationship for you guys in getting work done so that is it on how to delegate tasks to your virtual assistant team so i hope you found this episode super super helpful and i'd love to know if yeah what you're going to implement after what we've chatted about today and yeah when you hire a team within your business it is next level game changer and something that is going to be super helpful for you to really help you grow and grow your author business and really have a partner in crime (laughs) next to you within that. All right. I'll see you in the next chapter. Thanks for listening to the Daring Author Podcast. If you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And if you are ready to grow your author business with the support of the Daring Press, Book in your free discovery call today before places fill up. We'll see you in the next daring episode.